Welcome to First in Maine, your avenue to living well. I'm Debs here with my amazing co-host, Lauren, to meet you in the busyness of your everyday life, to pass along some of the insights and wisdom we've gained over the years. Don't try to figure out life alone. We want to connect you to some of the incredible, well-rounded people in our world. They're life coaches, counselors, pastors, physicians, just amazing people who can help you along the way. Each episode, we'll be sharing sharing personal stories, practical help, and timeless principles to help you live at your best. So lean in and let's tackle life together. Hey guys, so this is episode number 24 and it is our final episode of the year. And because it's the end of the year, we wanted to do a special episode that would just help you end your year well. Originally, we were going to have our last episode be right before Christmas because, you know, it's crazy busy during the holidays and right before Christmas and people are vacationing and relaxing and, you know, maybe there just isn't enough time to like listen to a podcast. But then after Debs and I really thought about it we're like no it's the end of the year and you know we need to take some time to honor that and we wanted to give you guys some ways to help you end your year well and so with that being said we wanted to put together this last final episode of this year we have a season two coming this year we wanted to finish it out and give you some practical ways to help you end your year well I heard this quote, um, I've heard it before, and I actually heard it recently at church. My pastor said it in a sermon that he gave a few weeks ago, and the quote that I'm referring to is, all's well that ends well. And when I heard that, when my pastor said it, it made me like think of, you know, what does that really mean? He didn't really explain it. He just used it as something he was talking about as far as his message that he was giving. It was like like a supporting quote, I guess you, you can say. And it just, when he said it, I was like, oh, I, I, I wrote it down. And so then I came home and I thought about it and I pondered and I went ahead and researched what it actually meant and where it came from. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. I'm actually going to tell you a little bit more about that at the end of the podcast. But thinking about all's well that ends well made me think of, you know, we need to put an episode together ending our year well and, you know, talking a little bit about that. And so The new year is like right around the corner. We just have a few more days left before the new year starts. And, you know, some of you guys might already be thinking of a new year's resolution or maybe like a focus word to help you get set up and achieve some new year goals for next year. I think that as people get older, like they stop doing it, (laughs) you know, it's like a really common popular thing for more of um, the younger generation coming into setting goals and their career and stuff like that. And somehow or another, as we get older, we kind of get away from it. But I think that they're really great ideas. You know, I am a planner. I like to plan. I like to be prepared. And so for me, coming up with the New Year's resolution, coming up with a focus word to help me focus and be intentional in my new year is really helpful to me. And I enjoy doing that every year. And even though I think these things are wonderful ideas, I think that there's a time and place for them. And as we come to the end of the year, I don't think that this is the time and place to really spend as much time like emphasizing that. I think that before we finish out the year, we need to spend time 
reflecting on our year and closing out our year. And then as we go into the new year and we start the new year, then we decide to figure out those things and we kind of give our year a jump start. And a lot of that, I haven't always believed that way. And a lot of the way that I think about this has been something like recent and something new through additional studies and additional learning. And I saw this quote on social media and I actually took a screenshot of it and sent it to Debs. And it kind of like helped us put this episode together for y'all. And it was a quote by Sam Chand. And it says, your exit will define you more than your entrance. And then when I really thought about that, I'm like, you know, there is a lot of truth in that. Like how you end something, how you leave something really does say a lot about your character, about the person that you are. You know, if you get a new job, how do you leave your old one? Do you burn bridges? Do you give a two weeks notice? You know, are you helping others learn the things that you know so that when you leave and that transition is easier on the company that you're leaving? You know, when you end a relationship, are you ending it in malice? Are you ending it in anger? Or is it like a respectful, mutual, you know, agreement to just go your separate ways? How we leave things, how we end things is important. And it does reflect back on our character. And if you really think about it, we are always ending something, right? I mean, we're ending today. At the end of our day, we're going to end today. And God willing, we're going to start a new one tomorrow. And every 30 days or so, we're going to end a month and we're going to start a new one. And of course, at the end of 365 days, we end a year and we start a new one. And so as we go through life, most of the time, we really don't begin anything until we end something. I mean, think about reading a book. For one chapter to begin... You have to bring the previous chapter to a close. And so it's the same with the new year. As we go into a new year, we have to close out the year that we're in first. And it kind of goes back to the quote that I was saying earlier, all's well that ends well. So how do we do that? How do we really end our year well so that we can go into the new year well? So through some brainstorming with Debs, we came up with two practical ways to end our year well. Now, originally, I had like five, six, seven different ways to end our year well. (laughs) I mean, really, there's a lot more than that that you do. But to simplify this today, we just wanted to give you guys two ways. And the first way that I'm going to talk about is probably the first and main way to really end your year well. And it's the one that we think is the first one that you should think about and the main one that you should consider. And we think that if you're going to end your year well, then it begins here. It begins with this. Number one, the first way, first practical way to end your year well is to have honest spiritual reflection. Because if all's well that ends well, then all has to be well first within our soul. So how are you doing? Like, really, you know, is your soul well? Is there anything weighing you down? Is there anything holding you back from having a vibrant relationship with Jesus? And if so, then more than likely, you're also being held back from having the vibrant life that Jesus wants you to have. And is there anything maybe in your past, whether it's from this year or maybe from previous years, that maybe you just need closure from? As you reflect honestly spiritually within your your last year, 
you know, and you find that there are things that are holding you back. You're finding that you do need some closure in some things, that there are some things that you just need to put to an end so that you can move forward well, then I want to encourage you just to set some time aside this week to talk to Jesus about what's going on in your soul. You know, talk to him about how you're feeling. Talk to him about what you're thinking and talk through some of the answers to the questions that I just asked you. Because I believe that like, reflecting on this and reflecting it with Jesus and connecting with him on these things about your soul and about anything maybe holding you back is really vital to being healthy. Jesus is the true source of our life. And so if he is the vine and we are the branches, because John 15, 5 says, apart from me, you can do nothing. And he tells us that he is the vine and we are the branches and that we need to remain in him and he remains in us. If we do these things, I believe that, you know, this is how we keep a healthy soul. And when our soul is well, all is well. You know, there's a scripture that we see a lot of. We see it through home decor and we see it on notebooks and we see it on bookmarks and t-shirts and pillows and all these different things. It's always in our face, I guess you can say. It's this scripture and it's by Philippians 4, 13. And it says that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And I think this is such a great scripture. It's beautiful. And I think it should be on our notebooks and it should be on our decor and it should be on our t-shirts and everywhere because it is such a great reminder that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And so when our soul is well, God gives us the confidence and he gives us the assurance and we keep him in the forefront of our mind and we pray about it and we worship and he helps us get those things done. We can do all things. But when our soul is well, it's also fueled by Jesus and it goes on forever. He is what gives us that fuel to keep going, to get to that point where we accomplish the things that we want to accomplish. And as our soul is being fueled by Jesus and it goes on forever, literally forever, despite any adversity, he gives us what we need so that we don't give up so that we keep pushing forward, we keep moving forward, even when it's hard, because why? We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And this is what we're talking about when we talk about honest spiritual reflection. What are the things happening in our lives, in our soul that is holding us back from moving forward to doing the things that God has called for us to do? What is weighing us down, holding us back to being living in purpose with what God has wants for us? You know, this is honest spiritual reflection. Are we doing those things? Are we doing the things God has asked us to do? Are we living our life in purpose? And if we're not, why are we not? And how can we change this? And what can we do? We need to be praying about it. We need to be worshiping God. We need to be thanking God. And we need to remember that all things can be done through Christ who strengthens us because he gives us confidence. He gives us assurance and he fuels us to be able to move through the hard to get through that. And it's the first and main reason why we are to love the Lord our God with all of our hearts and all of our soul and all of our mind. And this is the avenue to living well. You know, first and main's tagline is this is the avenue to living well. And it it, it is, you know, if we want to live well, then we are to love God with all of our hearts and all of our soul and all of our minds, because he is the fuel to our soul. He is what helps us move through life. He is what gives us the strength so that we can achieve all things. 
And as we have a few days left before the new year to evaluate, you know, our relationship with him and evaluate our soul and how we are doing, you know, we want to close out this year in a good relationship with Jesus, because if we're going to move into a new year and we're going to have a new year that's going to be well, then we need to end the one that we have and it needs to be well. And if we're going to have a very good ending to our year, then we need to make sure that our soul is well and that we are healthy. And how do we do that? It's by having Jesus in our life. And it's about praying and being spiritually aware of where we are with our soul. Because when our soul is healed, when our soul is well, then we are well. And Jesus is our doctor. In saying all this, I read this book recently. And as we're coming up to the end of the year, and it's called Necessary Endings, and it's by Henry Cloud. And it is, it's a really great book. And I definitely want to recommend you to read it. And it's something that you don't have to read just because it's the end of the year. You can read it any time of the year because it talks about ending anything and how we, we end all kinds of things. I mean, I'm not making any money. Deb's not making any money by like promoting this book by any means or sponsoring them. But it, we just really enjoyed this book. And he wrote in this book, that when we fail to end things well, we are destined to repeat the mistakes that keep us from moving on. And so if we want to stop making the same mistakes that are keeping us from moving forward, if we want to break those chains, if we want to stop those patterns so that we can move forward and we can change those things about whatever it is that we need to change, then we first need to reflect on them. And then I think as we reflect on them, we need to take ownership for it because you know what? It's a done deal. We've already made those choices, those decisions, those actions, those responses, and there's nothing else that we can do about it. We cannot go back and change them. So if we reflect on them, realize that we've done it and accept them, then we can go on into the next part. So as we do this, remember, this is the first and main part. It's honest spiritual reflection. So as we do this and we reflect spiritually and we pray about it and we ask God to, you know, examine our hearts and show us the things that we need to work on or the things that we, you know, need to do to be living in purpose for him. We need to start taking ownership of those choices and those decisions and those responses. And then we need to accept them, but then we need to let go of them. And we need to realize, you know what, we did this. We made these choices. We made these responses, these type of responses, even if they weren't great. And we're going to say, you know what? I know that I did this, but I am not going to do this moving forward. And we're going to leave it in our past. And we're going to pray about it. And we're going to ask Jesus to redeem us. And part of all this, I think, is talking about, we need to talk about repentance and repenting. Because, you know, as we reflect on our year, there are probably sins that we we made, maybe whether we did it unintentionally or, you know, we were just angry and we did it out of anger or whatever it is. There are things that we probably need to confess and say, you know what, God, that wasn't right and I shouldn't have done that. And it really did hold me back. And if I don't take ownership of that, it's going to continue to hold me back. And I don't want that. I don't want to be held back anymore. I want to move forward. I want to feel free and I want to live in purpose. And so, Lord, I'm asking you to remove this from me and I apologize for it and help me to move forward. And that is part of repentance. It is really two parts. Repentance is 
you know, first asking the Holy Spirit to help you stop your sin and go in the opposite direction. And then the next part is really actually stopping the sin and going in the other direction with your actions. And as we reflect on this past year and we give honest spiritual reflection to our soul and to our year and, and, you know, how we're doing with our choices and decisions and thoughts and ideas and words and responses and all those things, I think we should also be spending some time reflecting in gratitude. You know, gratitude is part of our spiritual dimension. And if we spend some time being grateful for the opportunities, even if we mess them up, we're grateful for the opportunities. We are grateful for, you know, being alive and being able to do these things, then I think that's another part in reflecting spiritually on our year. It helps to fill our soul up and it gets us excited and we are humble. And really that prepares us to go into our next beginning. So as we wrap up the year, you know, one practical way to end our year well is to have some honest spiritual reflection and really spiritually think about our year and pray and worship and, you know, find gratitude and have the repentance that we need so that we can stop what we need to stop and leave it in our past year so that we can move forward. You know, God wants us to move forward. He just doesn't want us to move forward with shame and guilt and, you know, things that actually hold us back. He wants us to be free of that. And so let us be free in that. We can. The next second way to end your year well is through yearly reflection. The first one was honest spiritual reflection. And the second one is honest yearly reflection. And they are a little bit different, but they're very much alike. And so as we are doing a year-end reflection, basically we're going to just be asking ourselves some reflection questions about our past year. John Maxwell, he is the number one global guru on leadership. He's written over 90 books and um, he's a life coach. And if you listen to any of his YouTube videos or podcasts, or you see any of his messages that he gives through his social media, he will say, hi, I'm John Maxwell and I am your friend. And that is who he is. He is your friend because he is constantly encouraging you and building you up and helping giving you the tools and resources you need to live life well. He says this quote, Deb's actually found this one for us, and it says, you've got to deal with yesterday to best discover tomorrow. And how true is that? If you want to go into tomorrow, then you have to deal with yesterday first. If you've had something go on yesterday and maybe you had some ill words with somebody or you had a small argument with somebody, you have to find, you have to make the amends to that before you move forward to your tomorrow, because if you don't, it's going to carry on into your tomorrow. You're going to have that heaviness on you into tomorrow. You're going to feel bad tomorrow, or you're going to feel more righteous tomorrow. And that will affect the things that you do in your tomorrow. So reflecting on our past year will help us process the things that we need to end so that we can have closure to start a new beginning. Without reflecting on the past, it really is hard to make the appropriate changes for the future. You know, this year has already come and gone. And it's just like I said earlier, there's not much we can do about it. The choices that we've made, the decisions that we've made, the words that we've said, they are done. We cannot go back and change any of that. But the new year is right around the corner. And so if we take time to reflect on that and accept that, then we can use that as a starting point in our new year. 
And as we reflect on our year and think about our past year, there are so many great questions we can ask ourselves. But I wanted to give you a few just to help get you started. And so think back on your past year. And then on a scale from 1 to 10, 1 not being good at all, think about how was your year? You know, what were some of the good things from this past year? What about the not so good things from this past year? You know, maybe you set out to accomplish some certain goals and, you know, now it's the end of the year and you're looking back and you're realizing maybe you didn't. Maybe you didn't hit those goals. Well, and then if you didn't, what stopped you? If you did, you know, like what were those things that helped you so that you can use them, you know, in your next year? You know, maybe you learned some things within this past year that you know that you either need to do less of or you need to spend more attention on. You know, think about your whole year as a whole. On a scale of one to 10, one not being good at all, how good was your year? You know, what were some of the things that need to be changed? I'm sure there were some changes that you decided on, you know, as you're ending this year that you want to go into the new year and you just want things to be different. And lastly, I think it's important to decide and find somebody that you can share all this with, you know, reflect on it yourself, reflect on it with God. Those are definitely important things, but also find a friend that you trust and somebody that you believe is trustworthy and talk to that person about it and share some of these things with them, because I think that they can also be someone to help give you the feedback that you need so that you can start your new year well, but definitely put an end to the things that help you end your year well. And as we close out our year and as we think about these things and reflect on these things, this is what sets the tone for how we move forward in our purpose for next year. And so as I come to a wrap up on this episode in our podcast season one, I just kind of want to quickly wrap this up for you. I want to leave you with this to think about. All is well that ends well. This is the quote that I was talking about earlier on in this episode. And I, when I did some research on it, it's the quote that I heard from sitting in church from my pastor. I did the research on it and I found that it's actually a title to a comedy written by William Shakespeare. And in this play, the main character, Helena, falls in love with this guy named Bertram and Bertram does not love her back. And so this play is all about her perseverance to make this relationship work. And she goes through some crazy measures, y'all. She is trying to make this relationship work. She loves him and she wants it to work. And at the end of the play, you I mean, there's a lot of things that happen, but at the end of the play, it works. And she's happy. He's happy. They're together. And all is well that ends well. Play ends and everything's well. So as I researched this and I learned about this play that I had no idea about by William Shakespeare, it made me think about everything I've also learned about Jesus. And I've studied the life of Jesus. And like, as I was reading this play, I'm like, wow, you know, God has gone and continues to go through extreme measures for us. He created us to be in relationship with him. And then sin is what separated us from him. And because he wanted us to be restored and be back in relationship with him, he gave us Jesus, his one and only son, so that everyone who believes in him may not die, but have eternal life so that we can live forever with God. And I'm like, wow, that isn't an extreme measure, you know, and he sacrifices his son and Jesus sacrifices himself. And why? Why did they do this? So that we could be restored so that we can live an abundant life so that we can be delivered from our sins. 
so that we could be rescued from the bondage that keeps us stuck, to, that keeps us from moving forward. You know, those chains that are holding us back. He wants to break us free from those things. He wants to give us new beginnings. He wants us to end those things that we are carrying on our shoulders, those things that are like giving us a burden. You know, and when Jesus died on the cross for us, he made everything right for us. He ended his life on the cross so that we could be well, so that we could live a life of abundance. Endings are important. Without them, we don't have beginnings. And in our life, we can be sure that everything we face will end well because God not only promises a perfect ending, but he offers us new beginnings. So I think that as we finish out this year, We need to be like the book, right? And we need to turn the page and we need to start a new chapter in our story. And as we start that new chapter in our story, we need to figure out how we're going to end the chapter before it. So as we go into this new year, I think that we should go into the new year with the gratitude and with the confidence and with the assurance that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us because we know that all is well because God makes it well. And so what is it that's holding you back? What is it that you need to put an end to? What is it that you need to spiritually reflect? What is it that you need to yearly reflect and decide how you want to end those things and decide what things you truly want to take over and carry over as you start a new year? Because one way or another, things are going to be carried over into the next year. You just get to decide what it is that you want it to be. And God is going to help you with that. When you, number one, spend some time in honest spiritual reflection, and number two, spend some time in honest yearly reflection. Thank you so much for listening to First of Maine, your avenue to living well. We are so thrilled to be able to do life with you, and we're excited to come back next year for season number two. As we're talking about ending our year and starting a new one, Debs and I are doing the same thing with our podcast. We are reflecting on our past year, and we are constantly thinking how we can do better and what can make this better, and do we need new mics, and do we need um, different material, and you know how, how can we make these podcasts episodes better for you. And we are actually excited. We have some really fun, exciting news starting in January for our season two that we cannot wait to share with you guys. As we come to an end in this year and as we come to an end in our podcast season number one, we want to thank you so much for being our supporters, for subscribing, for listening, and for sharing our episodes. Both Debs and I want to wish you a happy new year. She will be back in January, God willing. Um, That is the plan. And I have missed her. I know that you have missed her. So be looking forward to our first episode next year with Debs. We hope that today's podcast blesses you, encourages you, and just helps you to end your year well. Thank you so much. Enjoy your day. Happy new year and God bless.